Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we talk slap fighting. This is a new sport. Also, running from a cheetah. Can you picture Brandon running from a cheetah? Artemis 1 to the moon, winter coating, and so much more. Please subscribe, leave us a review and some stars, and also follow us on Facebook. Look for The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and all of our shenanigans on TikTok, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Everybody has to speak the truth about this. Can money buy happiness? Absolutely, it can. I think it can. Think yeah. how happy that person is in California that won the $2 billion. Yeah. Yeah. I, but also, we were talking about the Kardashians a little bit ago, and they're not happy. You don't think they're happy? No. They're always talking about their anxiety and stuff and, um, you know, how tired they are all the time. And I'm anxious and tired, and I'm not rich. Hmm. I think the Kardashians are happy because I always see and they have those glass cookie jars in the kitchen that have the stacked cookies inside all perfectly. Yeah, but they're always full. I know. Who's the cookie filler? I don't know if they're filling the cookie jars. I don't know if they eat them. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't think they're eating those. That's why they're not happy. Yeah. (laughs) Research shows that money can buy happiness and it only costs you $10,000. What? That's like the cost of a used car. Yeah. They gave 200 random people this one-time payment of $10,000 and required them to spend it within three months. I'd have that spent in a couple days. (laughs) Three days. Where do you sign up for this? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I could use $10,000 and I sure would be a whole lot happier. Yeah, who couldn't? Maybe the Kardashians. I couldn't imagine a scenario in which you randomly get $10,000 and you're not happy, though. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And this is the dumb part of the whole research. People with household incomes above $123,000 did not report noticeable improvements in their happiness. Well, duh, they already have money. Yeah, you know what? I heard that there's a cap. Like, it gets increasingly more, um, like, you're able to be happier with more money you have. But at, like, 120 or 140 household income, it starts to just level off. Really? Yeah. So there is, wow. So there are benefits to being poor then. Once you, <laughs> I think I mean, they should redo this. Hap- get happier project and test it on us yeah, yeah. i think yeah i think that's I'll a great donate, idea i'll don't donate myself to science yeah i will too <laughs> <laughs> what comes to mind when i say kanye west crazy yeah yeah, yeah. troubled yeah. going off the deep end yeah mentally and you keep up with it right i do that's kind of scary i know it's scary for me to keep up with it, but um, yeah, he had some pretty anti-Semitic tweets a few weeks ago, and that was just kind of the uh, tip of the iceberg, and then a lot of his followers kind of took that as a reason to jump on the anti-Semitic bandwagon. Um, I know in one city, someone hacked the skyscraper projectors mm-hmm. um, and said, Kanye was right about the Jews. <gasps> that is a direct quote. Well, what did he say about the Jews? Um, in his tweet, Kanye has said, I'm going to go... Deathcon Ultra or whatever to all of the Jews. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's pretty bold. Um, yeah. He's banned from Twitter now. You're I, Jewish. How'd that make you feel? Um, I don't, you know, anti Semitism has been around. You know, it's not new, it never went away. But to see it so publicly with someone, like from someone with such a huge following um, and have it not immediately taken down was pretty shocking. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, you almost have to laugh at it. It's not funny at all, but it's just like so bold and so 
insane, like if, unhinged. If Kanye West was here right now, just pretend that summer's Kanye West. That's fun. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Is that what you'd say to him? I don't I don't know what I would say to him. I Would you sit and have a conversation with him? I don't know. I've seen interviews of him and I don't know if anyone's had a conversation with him in a while. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would have a conversation with him just yeah. just because, you know, I want to learn myself. Yeah. I, I want to know for myself what Kanye West is about. Yeah. I think it would be hard to have a conversation with him. Why? Just, I think he's a little bit all over the place. <laughs> would you ask him about his shoe deal? Uh, or well, his, yeah. his shoe deal that he doesn't have anymore? Is that Adidas? Yeah. Oh, the God. Yeezy shoe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. the Yeezy, which had its reign of terror for a few years. Did so. it? Did yeah. you have any? No. I, mean, I thought I'm they in radio. were ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they should give it to Pete Davidson. They should give it to Pete Davidson. Adidas has cut ties with Kanye West, but is keeping the Yeezy design. Now, we're rebranding them in a new partnership with Pete Davidson. Introducing Petey's. You can wear Petey's while running to another man's ex-wife. Wear them on the basketball court because they're amazing for rebounds. Pete Davidson's Petey's offer lots of support and are even great with the kids. Petey's only last for about four months, but they can really take and deliver a pounding. Because they have big Adidas energy. Order PDs today before your wife does. What were your favorite toys as a child? I liked Barbies. Barbies? Yeah. What'd you do with them? Did you play like house? Was there a mom and dad? I mean, yeah, I think so. But what I did was dress them up and put them in the Barbie van and throw them down the stairs. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> See, um, we would have been friends. Yeah. What's that movie where the two ladies die in a violent car crash <laughs> together? Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Yeah, I reacted that, uh, reenacted that with my Barbies. You Thelma and Louise, your Barbie dolls? All the time. I like that. That's pretty metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, I had a pretty sick dollhouse as a kid, but it was um, a reparation gift for when my parents got a divorce. So I kept reenacting their divorce in the dollhouse, and it mysteriously disappeared. Oh, wow. wow. But that was my favorite toy. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was my Cabbage Patch dolls. (gasps) My friend Michelle and I, we would play with our Cabbage Patch dolls out in the camper in the motorhome. And we would pretend that, that we took them camping or whatever, and we'd make meals for them and stuff. That's really sweet. That's cute. I'd love to do that again. Would you guys like to try that? Yeah, you want to go play play dolls in the camper? We, we can use lovely. our. <laughs> we can leave our real kids, you know, with a babysitter and just take cabbage patch dolls. <laughs> Sounds easier to do. I have three. I still have them. All right, let's. Do I don't it. play with them anymore. Well, let's do it. <laughs> I'm bringing this up because I look forward to this every year. The Toy Hall of Fame. Last year, it was a big bummer. It was like they had American Girl dolls, a board, the board game Risk, and then Sand. Sand? From Beach or Sandbox, for like a sandbox. Like kinetic That's, sand or just? Just like, sand. Oh. I get American Girl dolls because they had a huge comeback last year. Well, but other sand things. Sand is, no. And the board game? No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think ours should have made the list, but Light Bright is on there this year. Ooh. Going into the Hall of Fame, Masters of the Universe. Okay. A boy toy. And the top, you know, the thing you spin. <gasps> Classic. I like that. There's your toy Hall of Fame top three. Nice. Yeah. I, they didn't do bad this year. Yeah. Other things were bingo, briar horses. Uh, there's a board game called Catan. <gasps> I love Catan. Ooh, I've never done yeah. that. Nerf toys, the pinata, the card game Phase 10. Love it. 
Pound puppies. I used to love pound Aww. puppies. So did I. Racco and the Spirograph. Nice. Oh, I liked the Spirograph. That was yeah. a lot of fun. Lily oh. has one. We just got that? one for her. It's that thing that you got the little plastic shapes or whatever, and you put them inside this little box. You take your pen and you do the little circles, and it makes a design. Hmm. They're all different. I don't know. It's yeah. artsy. Yeah, sounds pretty boring. Nice. <laughs> so you guys ready to go out in the motorhome with the Cabbage Patch dolls? Definitely. Yeah. I'll bring the Barbie car. We got the holidays coming up, ladies. Woo. Do you get along with everybody in your family? No. <laughs> so do you fake smile a lot? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to tell us who it is? No. Oh. <laughs> See, I'm jealous because I love my family. What? How are, jealous? Why are you jealous of that? We never have drama. We never fight. Oh, wow. That oh. sounds like a real problem. Do you have drama in yours? No. Oh. You're lying. No, I really don't. Not really. I mean, I get along with my man's family. Yeah. And nice. he gets along with my... I think my family likes my boyfriend more than they like <gasps> me. So that might be the only problem. Do you have drama in yours? Okay. There's only one person in my family, but otherwise I come from a large Italian and Jewish family. Oh. So there's a lot of... A wine and like bickering that my husband at first thought was actual fighting, but um, it's just tons of women packed into a kitchen over five hours, you know, for a holiday dinner. So no real drama, <laughs> just lots of excitement, gossiping and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. We just yeah, it's it's mostly fun drama. It's not actual. See, I, I wish I had that. I don't have any sisters. I come from a family of uh, just Christian wholesome goodness. I mean, that's I'm great so too. jealous. I want some drama. <laughs> I want a fake smile. I, I mean, I fake smile. You know, like when you're in a you're in a bad mood, you got a fake smile sometimes. Summer yeah. witnessed it earlier this morning. Yes, I did. Oof. Not yeah. towards her, but we kept getting interrupted, and and so I just you know just sit there and smile. Yeah, you, you know? never know that Amy was upset. Amy, that's <laughs> creepy. She was really smiling. You can't just smile at people until they go away. <laughs> smiling is powerful. It is. It is. So we fake smile a lot. And they did some research on it. I guess Gen Zers are learning to fake smile. They're lot, learning? A, like in relationships even. Ooh. I think we were just born with this. Yeah. Learning how to know how to fake smile. Yeah. yeah. About half of adults, they say, struggle to figure out what to talk about with their relatives. So they just sit there and fake <laughs> smile at them. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. That, that's like the next scary movie. Like, that is who needs a, a clown? That is a, scary, that is a movie. scary movie right now. Well, I don't want to see it. And I also don't want to see any Gen Zers sitting there fake smiling at me. Fake smiles and family gatherings go hand in hand, especially mm. during the holidays. But what other miserable scenarios force us to bust out the artificial happiness? That's the topic of today's Roadhouse 5. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. I'll get us started. Number five, opening our front door to find someone with a clipboard. Oh, yes. And number four, when someone shows you their newborn baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, your baby's yeah. so cute. That's nice. It's squishy. <laughs> number three, singing happy birthday to our douchebag co-worker in a break room. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm right here. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Summer. Yep. Um, number two, when someone tells you they just got engaged. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, fun. So happy. And finally, number one of top five situations where we always fake smile when you get a bad haircut. Huh, Summer? Yep. <laughs> Summer. Yeah. Brandon was getting some big fake smiles. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. It's National Seatbelt Day. Yeah. I 
am an avid seatbelt wearer. Oh, yeah. I've been in a few car accidents, so. Me too. My husband does not ever wear his seatbelt. Oh. It drives me crazy. I can't believe he would do something like that. I know, even down the interstate? Come on, put your seatbelt on. Gosh, who would do that? (laughs) You? No. Do you do that? Oh, no. My seatbelt is always buckled. He will go out of his way to turn. He'll, he'll like, look up online how to turn the, you know, how it dings at you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'll be 100% honest, I don't wear my seatbelt a lot. And I and I do, though, in cars that ding at me. And I'm well aware, and I often know how to turn off the dinging, but I'm just not willing to do it. I'm like, you're right, I should be wearing my seatbelt. Thank you for reminding me. Put my seatbelt on. So, I have a cheater in what? my car. Yeah, for what that is that? Dinging, I have a seatbelt that goes into my seatbelt, but it's not a part of my car you're a criminal <laughs> you do that oh, that is you know unlawful. sometimes oh this not is not when my kids are in the car i'm gonna though. tell the cops on our next podcast oh, don't do that i can't wait till they're in here yeah um, i'm gonna text them right now and invite them in i mean look it's like for some of us in summer you're kind of young but uh i mean we are young um but uh <laughs> the uh, the thing about it is is uh <laughs> Back in the day, I used to walk around in the back seat of the car like there was no kids. See, I wasn't, I'm not, mom, if you're listening, I'm not trying to talk trash. But I mean, that's how it was in the 80s. You know what I mean? It was like I went straight from the teat to the back seat and I just laid around back there, took some naps, brought some toys, laid in the back window, you know? Well, and you had you had the arm, right? Your mom's oh, yeah. arm that if anything happened or she stopped too fast, it was, oh, I've got you. Yeah. That arm just shot the right out. The iron arm you. of the parent. I am a law abiding citizen. You, you bite it? It's against the law not to wear your seatbelt. Well, yeah. You guys are Breaking criminals. The law. The law. I'm aware of it, but if that's what I go down for, well, thanks for only catching me for that. I'm so disappointed in you guys, seriously. Dang. This conversation's not over. Well, they <laughs> click it or ticket. National Seatbelt Day. I just found out that these two criminals that are in Studio 4B with me don't wear a (laughs) seatbelt. And we even got one over here, the new girl, who has a (laughs) cheater. She plugs something into her seatbelt to make it think that she's wearing her seatbelt. Yeah. Yeah. That's naughty. I know. I'm just the worst. You're so naughty. You, you, I don't even know, I don't even know what to say to you. Amy's a loss for words. I can't look at you. I'm so proud of myself. Don't you guys, (laughs) I feel so safe when I have my seatbelt. Well, yeah. I, I wear my seatbelt, right? When it is icy or road conditions make me nervous, I wear my seatbelt. But in the summertime or when everything's nice and dry, no, I'm not wearing my, I just, I'm not. When, when it's sunny and everything's nice and dry and there's crazy people that are drinking and driving and running red lights. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or texting you know, and driving. That's okay. that's the thing. You've made me change my ways. That's the thing <laughs> that I've, like, I've expressed to my children is like, look, you might have confidence in you, your vehicle. There's other people on the roadway. And you can't tell what's going to happen. Accidents happen. That's why they call them accidents. So you're always prepared for the worst. Wear your seatbelt. Be cautious of the people around you and take it easy because you don't know. We need to get another opinion on this. Should we call? Should we call? Should we call him? Yeah. yeah. Should we call Pooty Poo? We I should. I don't think he wears much of anything. So no. we'll see what happens. Call him like that. All right. Hello. Hey, is this Pooty Poo? Hello, it is it is Russian President Vladimir Putin. Who is this? This is Amy Rose. Also, Brandon Jones is in here in Summer Zones. Ah, Roadhouse, <laughs> my favorite morning show in evil America. How are you today? <laughs> Pretty good. I'm calling for advice today. Advice, Amy, to offer you advice, Amy Rose. Here in the U.S., it's National Seatbelt Day, and I wear a seatbelt no matter what. 
But my two coworkers in here claim they don't wear a seatbelt. Not to wear a seatbelt. How about you? What do you do? I, you see, in Russia, we have a very interesting way to restrain self inside car. Uh, for myself, I, because I am shirtless, I have to be very, very careful what I wear across chest. But I also need to be secure as well. So what I use, and you may not believe this, but trust me, it's true. I use small bear. I put small bear across chest <laughs> to hold me in. And small bear, bear claws go into back of seats. So they claw in there. And then, then that's what restrains me. Wow. In there, yes. That's a whole yeah. new meaning to bear chest. Yes, <laughs> yes. He's his funny joke, Brandon Jones. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank like you very to much. see sense of humor on, on your part. Also, I have to say this because. Uh, since we are talking about safety in the automobile, um, in terms of airbag, I do not have airbag in car. Why? I divorced airbag 10 years ago. Put and make joke. You have a good day now. Bye. Bye. We all have those mornings sometimes where it feels like the world's just against you like yeah. one thing will happen after the other yeah and you had one of those mornings well you did too <laughs> yes well i only had one bad thing yeah and that was waking up to dog doo-doo in the living room yeah which is well, always dog fun diarrhea yeah. oh <laughs> that's the worst because you can't just pick it up no it's but what i did situation. is i made my son's breakfast mm-hmm. and then i got my purse and my coat and, and then i told douglas you know <laughs> <laughs> i gotta go to work but there's dog doo-doo out here you pulled you pulled a me that's something <laughs> That's something I did. Babe, I, I honestly I, didn't have time to clean it I up. I would clean that up, but I got to go. And all yeah. of a sudden, they're like, why are you so early for work? No, but <laughs> no. But uh, my morning wasn't horrible, but it was just like one of them Monday mornings where you're like, you know, I get up, ugh, I get into the shower. It's just like I'm dropping the soap. Oh, on yeah. My, you know, the little things, right? Just nothing huge. I go, to, I get done with the shower. I forgot to rinse the conditioner out of my hair, which is stupid because I'm a guy. But it's like... Dang it, so back into the shower, rinse off the conditioner. I get out, I go to put my underwear on. Somehow my underwear gets stuck between the toes. <laughs> uh, like, on my feet, my, I, I wear boxer briefs, right? So my underwear is like, my toes are in the leg part. And it's like I, it's like my toes grabbed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm about to fall over. I'm just like, again, not a big deal. But when you stack them up, you know what I mean? You start stacking. And then uh, there was something else. Oh, I go to leave. I walk outside. Don't even have keys for the car. <laughs> what? The front door is locked. Got to go through the garage to get back inside. You know, little things. I'm like, okay. I'm surprised your pocket didn't get caught on the doorknob. Oh, yeah. Don't that you love that? Oh, that, oh. that? That might have done me in. I might have just went back in, took my clothes off, and laid back in bed. <laughs> that only like, happens when you're having a bad oh, day already, yeah. too. Oh, so, I hate that. That is the worst. Then I stop and get us all coffee. I'm like, hey, I'm running late. I'm just going to get us coffee, and I'll be right over. Stop and get the coffee, like I do often. Yes. And uh, they put it in the drink carrier for me. They're like, hi, Brandon, you know. And I get over here. I get out of the car with the drink carrier. I pick it up, and I'm like, oh, my God, some coffee on my hand. It must be leaking. And I don't notice it. I grab my backpack, you know, and everything. And I look. There's coffee running down my windshield from the roof of the car. <laughs> and I'm like. What is happening? And so I look. There's a hole in the bottom of my coffee cup. Oh. It's just leaking. And I'm like, what? 
So I have to pour it in my protein shake shaker bottle because what else am I going to do? I, I'm not going to carry it in here, leak all over the carpet. So I get in here, and then every, everything else, once I got in here, everything's been okay. Except for drinking a hot coffee out of my protein shake shaker bottle. Now my mouth feels like it has a plastic <laughs> coating. Other than that, I'm fine. See, Brandon never has a bad day. But there's always that one day of the year where it all piles into yeah, one day. It's those little things. I'm just waiting. My crotch is about to blow out my pants or something. <laughs> what? Kevin Phillips just barged in. I don't the ever barge in, do I? Yeah. What are no. you doing in here? Well, I, I had to ask Brandon how the football game turned out yesterday. I missed it. That, Vikings the game. The Viking? You missed it? Oh, whatever. Of course not. not. I'm I leaving. was going to say, of course what? not. No. I'm out. That was awesome. No, I'm just kidding. Here, here's what I wanted to say. Oh, okay. I wrote a knock knock joke. Oh, okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Aiton. Aiton who? Vikings are eight and one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Let's go! I got a million. I'm waiting here nine and one. When are people going to start ringing the doorbell? For what? Why is it always have, a knock knock joke? You don't have it. Oh, I get it. Ding yeah. dong. <laughs> ding dong, the witch is dead. Which old witch? The wicked witch. Yeah, ding dong, who's there? Eight, <laughs> eight who? Eight and one. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Or maybe you could say it on the ring doorbell camera. Hello. <laughs> eight and one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody actually played ding dong and ditch at our house the other day. And I had, yeah. I mean, what are you, in the 60s? I know. Like, actually, somebody did was doing that in our neighborhood this last summer. Some really? kids were. And uh, I actually was kind of happy about it. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm glad you kids are out running around ringing doorbells. Yeah. Could be at home playing Fortnites or something like that. Thanks for ringing our doorbell. So I fixed them. What I did, I took a flaming bag of dog poop and set it on my co- and set it on my porch so they wouldn't touch it. <laughs> that got them. Wow. No, they walked right through it. You're oh, that neighbor. Yeah. They were they friendly and came up and smashed it out. <laughs> Such good kids. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? Really? Flaming dog poop. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this, Brandon. You're on a safari. Yeah. <laughs> and you get off the truck, you know, just to look around yeah. and catch some scenery, maybe smell some flowers, oh, some yeah. tropical flowers. That sounds like something I do. And all of a sudden, you're standing face to face with a cheetah. Yeah. What do you do? <laughs> Accept defeat. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna outrun it. I can tell you that. Yeah, we can't outrun a cheetah, wolf, or a bear. But you can outlast them. Oh, what? What do you mean? Oh, because they're short spurts? If you have a head start, (laughs) you can run longer than they can. Well, (laughs) a normal human being can. Let's be clear. I'm not going to outrun a cheetah even distance. All right? (laughs) Animals need to take breaks. Yeah, so so do I. The rule here is don't stop running. (laughs) I mean, maybe fear will (laughs) kick in and I'm going to take off running for a while. Well, let's be honest. (laughs) I, I don't even run. I mean, I'm not going to. Come on. The cheetah's going to not. I'm going to need a break before the cheetah is I what I'm saying. I have this picture in my mind of you <laughs> shooting around and running, and the cheetah just pounces on your back. Or, or just starts laughing. <laughs> knocks you down on your stomach. You ever heard a cheetah laugh? Watch me run away from it. You probably start laughing. That's the thing. I'm not. Look. Look, when a cheetah, if a cheetah, a bear, a mountain lion, a liger, I don't care what it is. If, if I get caught in a situation where I have to, like, uh, air quotes, run away, I'm going to take my chances and just fight it. Because I know I can't outrun it. So I'm just, and I know I can't beat it up either, but I definitely feel like I can maybe get away with one quick thud to the head, something. I have a plan. What's the plan? Run up into a tree. 
and then just start kicking it in its face. All those animals can climb trees a hell of a lot faster than I can. <laughs> My but, luck, though, come is on. I'm trying to kick this cheetah in the face, and I look over, and there's a panther hanging out on yeah. the next branch. But let's be honest. Me and you, we got to climb a tree. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Let's, okay. Yeah, let's race you to the top, and we're both just shaving bark off on the bottom. We are climbing a tree. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing this up because they say we can outrun, outrun some things we're scared of. Spiders. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, yeah. Unless they're the jumping ones. Oh, yeah. And lava. <laughs> That's about it. Lava is not an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I know a short list, and the, and the list is getting longer, of, or shorter, I mean, of animals I cannot run, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, sloths, uh, turtles, um, maybe a snake. Not even a rabbit. No, rabbit's going to get me. <laughs> What what does a cheetah sound like when it's laughing? Anyways, I think it's more like a like a purr laugh. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Or what about when they see birds out the window? You know, like a regular cut. <laughs> yeah. What, what does a fox about? say? It's kind of like the same conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We need yeah. a song. <laughs> could you outrun a cheetah? <laughs> Can Mitchell? I outrun a cheetah? Mm-hmm. In my younger years, I could for sure. I'm mm. a little slower now. Yeah. yeah. When you turn 37, you go from a 4.540 to like a 8.840. So let's see. <laughs> Just like I asked Brandon, I'm going to ask you the same question. Yeah. If you were on an African safari yeah. and you jumped out of the Jeep to go smell some smell some tropical flowers, <laughs> they were so pretty, okay. and you were standing there face to face with a cheetah, what would you do? I would ask him if he had any Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> I love Cheetos. That's, see, the, I, I'm at the point of my life, even when I was younger, we had this conversation at my old job. Mountain lions around here, right? Cheetos, if we're in the safari, yeah. around here it's mountain lions. Similar concept. They're cats. cats. And, uh, They're cats. And, and, and I don't think I can outrun either one of them. But so... I'm gonna have to fight them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna catch me, so I know you can outrun me. But let's go. You know what I mean? Like, and here's what I hope happens. I hope when I square up with one of these kitties, like they're like, uh, wait, you know, they're I'm a little confused by your tactics. Tactics here. I don't think I want to be that a part of this. That thing is gonna pounce your face. It's gonna be like it I'm works. not sure what to do with my paws. Have you, you know? have you seen those TikToks though? Like where um, there's like this lady that either owns a zoo or like a big cat place, and she always comes up to their cats and she boops them on the nose and there's like cheetahs and there's pumas and there's yeah she always walks is it carol baskin no (laughs) she's she's not around i have a friend that works at bear country and he is playing with bobcats and mountain lions and all that fun stuff and yeah you you should message him maybe we can go see if we can outrun one of these kitties (laughs) because i don't even think i could get a bobcat no i'm gonna have to stretch or do something (laughs) first hold on let me hear it from the surgery before i could lose him just pounce on his back and just make him face plant she thinks it's funny to watch me get mauled by a liger that's that's not funny at all i would be afraid and sad it's like me at a nightclub Mauled by some cougars. What's up? (laughs) Okay, so we just learned in Deep Dish with Uncle Bob about Alec Baldwin and him wanting to make sure it's on the record that he is not responsible for the death of Rust Halna Hutchins. Okay? Mm -hmm. He is suing. He is suing several crew members who had something to do with the loaded gun that went off and killed her. He wants people to know he is not responsible 
for her death, even well, though he was holding the gun. It wasn't supposed to be a real gun, was it? Uh, man, or I don't it, know. they're real guns, but they're yeah. supposed to shoot blanks. Yeah, you're supposed to shoot blanks, but for some reason, somebody put real bullets in them, which is stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I guess if, if it was me, and I'm like, here, I have guns for movies. Uh, that will never, ever, ever, ever have actual ammo inside them. It'll only be blanks. And then you got him saying it's not his fault. Well, you picked up a gun and pointed it at somebody, you know, what do you, duh, it is your fault, you know, regardless, yeah. blanks or not. What but, are you doing? But then you do think about it, actors rely on the people that, you know, set it up for them. Yep. I do think the person who set it up should also be in extreme trouble. I think he should be. You know, it, it's just as much his responsibility as it is his for handling. He's holding the gun and doing it. He's not. He should check. I mean, gun safety is you always double check. Yeah, or you have know, somebody check it in front of him. Yeah. yeah. But you double check because you don't know. Yeah. And, and the, the outcome is that. It's extreme. Do you kind of have his back on this? No. No. You don't? No. I can kind of see his point, but I wouldn't sue the crew members. No. I wouldn't sue him either. I mean, he's already rich. I well, think why is he suing them? Turning it into a hostile work environment. Yeah, he's just <laughs> yeah. even more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah even more. Than but I, I think he's just trying to protect his character. He's trying to pretend like he didn't do anything. Well, unfortunately, you didn't do the right thing, so you wouldn't do anything. You need yeah. to double check. Just mm-hmm. imagine if you were in his spot, though. You're filming this movie. They hand you this gun. You point it at an actor. And pretend to shoot him. The part I don't remember from this story is, was it was it part of the scene or was he just demonstrating and having fun? Because that's how I remember the oh, story okay. being. I might have that it he was just kind of joking around and then shot it. And why would you do that? But I could be completely wrong. I have no idea. And there was another person that was hit by the bullet, and they're actually suing Alec Baldwin as well. Well, I would sue too if I got hit by Alec Baldwin's bullet. Yeah, that's like winning the Powerball. We have the official population of this entire world as of today. The world. It is 8 billion. That's a lot. It's about seven too many. Oh, we forgot to turn Summer's microphone on. Oh. I'm fired again. <laughs> wow. What were you saying? It's too many. Yeah, it's a lot of so? peeps, you know. Um, I'm glad we live in Rapid City. And you know, I grew up in, in Tucson. I was in Phoenix a lot. The traffic is so, so difficult. It's a long it's, ways. Yeah, I don't have patience for that. It's a lot of people, man. I just, I'm not a big, uh, big city person. I do like a lot of people. It is nice having people show up to like your events and in those things. That sure is great. But outside of that, no. Yeah. I like the desolateness of nothing. <laughs> I'd uh, rather live out in the middle of nowhere, to be honest. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like the woods and isits. I don't really like the prairie as much. So, you know, I'll be moving to the old-fashioned hills someday to get away from people. I have some trivia. Okay, oh. guys. When do you think the world hit a billion people? Around what time period? Uh, it was probably about 7 billion people ago. <laughs> let's, Summer? Uh, let's say like 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Nope. No. Nope. It was 1804. Oh. I remember. So it took us 300,000 years to hit the 1 billion mark and just over 200 years to add 7 billion more. What is that saying? Yeah. Whoops. What's it going to look like in 200 more years? Yeah, we got to start. I mean, you get angry in a crowd. 
You know what I mean? We're going to start, mm-hmm. things will start weaning off. You get angry in the crowd. And we all found out at Beer Fest, when you're the only sober one, <laughs> when you're in a big crowd of drunk people, woo-wee, yeah. man, that'll oh, get dang you. Yeah. But, and, and here's the thing is, is this is kind of a weird topic, right? And I'm about to take it a weird direction. There's, I know a lot more people nowadays that are not having kids than... I think everybody, that's always been the thing is you grow up and you have some kids. Yeah. Multiple kids, two, three, four. I know a lot of people who are, by choice, couples not having kids. But then there's people like Elon Musk, uh, Nick Cannon. Yeah. You know, they're having multiple kids. What is Nick Cannon on? His 11th? 11th child. And then like people like me starting over. Heck, let's just do a whole nother generation here. You know, it's stupid. You're also having more kids uh, for the people that aren't having kids. Yeah. I'm just doing what I can, you know, help grow that number. Let's get to nine or billion. What do you say? What do you think is going to take the world down? Climate change or people? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, <laughs> they're worried about gas from cows. You yeah. get 9 billion people farting around. That's a lot. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. We got a stupid idiot to talk about. Thinks he still lives in the 20s. Oh, wow. He robbed three banks in a single day. What? From Toronto. First one happened at 9.47 a.m. Monday. Ran away on foot. Wait, hold on. Toronto, Canada? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's so sorry. But 23 minutes later, he robbed a second bank, less than a mile away. Nice. He ran to it. Well. The third robbery happened at 1225. He must have stopped, you know, to get something to eat. Got to get on the bus. Yeah, maybe he went to, you know, go help his grandma. Something. Yeah. Had to report to whatever. <laughs> but the cops were waiting for him this time. Mm. They arrested him, of course. But three banks in one day? What are you thinking? Well. Who... who who were that couple back in the 20s? Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Does he think that he's Bonnie and Clyde? He can just jump around and rob all the banks in his Model T? He needs a Bonnie gun? to be Bonnie and Clyde. It sounds like it's just Clyde. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, Bonnie and Clyde sounds like neat criminals. You just throw Clyde in there? <laughs> hey, maybe <laughs> he is both. Maybe he is both. Yeah, that's right. I guess I don't know what he identifies One minute as. he's Bonnie. Second minute he's Clyde. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm with him. I could see robbing three banks in the same day is the only way to go. If you're going to rob a bank, let's mix a few in. You know what I mean? Let's get some in. It's not like he's in there heisting all their money. He's taking what's at the till. Might be what? Best thousand bucks? I don't know. I don't a couple know. hundred bucks? I don't know what he gets, right? It's not like he's running out of there with a money bag like he would in the 20s. Give me everything in the shave, you see? Give me everything in the shave. <laughs> you know, he's going off to other banks. He's getting, what, 500000 bucks a time. He walks out of there, best three grants. Like, really, he could just went to work, you know? <laughs> All right, give me that money bag, is she? And he's got a big cigar, and he gets in his Model T, and they run off. Now he's, now, now he's in jail. So oh. he thinks, you know, somebody's going to come bomb through the wall and get him out. Hey, boss, we're out here. I can't seem to get through this wall. It's real. Meanwhile, Jessica Rabbit's waiting in the car for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, I'm going to wait for my gay. I want to slap you guys so bad, just because I love you. If I can smack you first, then sure. I mean, what if we're on the same team... And we find some other people to slap. Like we slap fest one of the other. Like we get teams of cast members together and go on a smack fest yeah, fighting. Yeah. I like this idea. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can, like I can do all. that. Who would you like love to slap on the count of three? On the cast. One, two, three. Mark nobody, Houston. Nobody. What'd you say? Stitch. Stitch, I really? Smack anybody. I don't know. I think he would like it, though. 
He probably would. He'd be like, oh, that hurt good. You didn't pick anybody? No, I don't want to smack anybody. You don't There's... even want to slap Mark Houston. No, I, <gasps> no, I love Mark Houston. I, look, I feel like this right here, you looking at my hand, that's a deadly weapon. If I smack somebody with that, might be the last thing they feel. Oh, I'd like to see you try. No, I ain't smacking nobody. There's Look at the scar on my cheek right here. That's from my, the last time I got smacked. My mom backhanded me. <laughs> Your mom backhanded you? That's her you? wedding ring right there. Yeah. <laughs> Slap fighting. This is a new thing now. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. Why do you think it's dumb? I don't think it's dumb. I think people do it, and I do think it's I mean, come on. Let's be let's be real here. You're looking at other people, grown men, grown women on women, doesn't matter, smacking each other. Look, you could really do some damage to your eardrum. Just Google up the Beach Boys. What happened to his ear? Yeah, his ear got smacked by his dad, and he lost hearing in it. That's really? a real thing. So it's like that's the kind of danger that's going on just because you want to smack somebody because you don't want to be a real athlete and go do something else. Like, this is dumb. Who started this this whole slap thing? Yeah, it's Dana White, UFC Dana White, uh. podcaster, energy pill guy. Yeah. Wants to bring back slap fighting. Did he come up with this idea after taking one of those pills, or what's going on with this Not guy? Not a clue. But I, I'm out. Like, I don't want to watch it. I don't think it's that. I would love to do it. I know. I don't I don't want to be smacked. I, I do. I don't actually want to smack anybody either. I want to be smacked. That's... <laughs> Not on my face. I could do it. It makes I'm, me feel really uneasy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just I don't like it. I'm going to slap you guys silly. No. If you enjoy professional slap fighting... Then you'll love the WCSK World Class Shin Kicking. And Bigfoot Bennett goes down, writhing in pain. All the best shin kickers from around the globe America's Sammy Shin Splint McGee, Spain's Tito Tibia, England's Ian Instep, and the WCSK champion, Russian Sergei Shins of Steel Footeroff. Be hopping on one leg for a month after that kick. World class shin kicking. Watch the world's best kick the shin out of each other. He doesn't sweep the leg, he crushes the leg. We've been talking about the new biggest thing, slap fighting, that Joe Rogan has made an official sport. It's a Dana White's Power Slap League. Wow. It's going to be on cable television next year. I'm yeah. kind of excited about ESPN this. ESPN Ocho. Just kidding. I could be the next Ronda Rousey of slap yes, fighting. Yes, you could. Totally. I could see oh, it. Oh, yeah. And Can to train for snack? this, to train for this, all you got to do is just be slapped all the time. Yeah. You just got to like it. Yeah. I don't know? have to eat clean. No. No. I don't have to run. Do you enjoy uh-huh. pain? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, I kind of like Mm-mm. a little bit of pain. Mm-mm. A little. I don't bit like. Of pain. I don't yeah. like pain at all. I'm not a pain person. <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah. There's certain pains. I'm like, whatever. You shot me. Ouch. You smacked me. You son of a. Like that's gonna be too much. I had an older brother that used to like torment me <laughs> and do all these evil things to me. Like he would throw his farts at me. Oh yeah. He would put his dirty athlete's foot so socks painful. in my face. Yep. Oh yeah. It was so I I think that's the training no pain that involved made me in either one of those the next Ronda Rousey of slap fighting I could see that yeah <laughs> I think this should be the topic of a Roadhouse five let's go top five kid torments that we can turn into a sport the Roadhouse one two three four five number five cow tipping let's go 
Number four, gleeking. Come on. Nothing made you more mad than somebody else's gleek. I do it on accident. Number three, wedgies. Oh, yeah. Taking you to wedgie town. Number two, this one's really going to come down to the judges, swirlies. And finally, number one, top five kid torments that we can turn into a sport, crotch kicking. One, two, three, four, five. I used to live out in Hill City and... Every day I would feed the deer, like oh, nice. scraps, you know, from the kitchen. If I'd cut up some fruits, I'd throw them the, the scraps oh, yeah. or, mm-hmm. or vegetables, you know, and they love that stuff. Yeah. They would actually come and look in the window and look for me. Be like, hey, um, have you made your salad yet today? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the the big herd of turkeys are, come on, come on, come on, you know, yeah, coming up the way. around. <laughs> I, I miss that. But yeah, the deer became very comfortable with me. They would eat right out of my hand and oh, stuff. Yeah. Have you seen those TikToks where, like, there's one dude where he opens his garage door in the morning, and there's, like, 20 head of deer just, like, stand there, like, about time, dude. (laughs) Yeah. And I wonder if this has something to do with this story. Earlier this month, a deer broke into a home. What? And just completely trashed the place. Every single room just completely trashed it, kicking things around. Even the ceiling had holes in it from the antlers. Because it's jumping. Yeah, wow. It went upstairs, got trapped upstairs. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, both levels of this house just destroyed. The deer's just looking for an exit. Yeah. So cops had to come and calm the deer down to get it out. It was bleeding. How do you do that? How do you come? Would he whisper sweet nothings in its deer ear? I don't know. I would give it like a watermelon or something. I think that's like a deer noise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What does the deer say? Who knows? Do they beep? I don't know. No. Anyways, they calmed the deer down and got it outside, but they think that the the Christmas decorations got it all wound up because there's some reindeer out there. Oh. And so they think it might have been a little excited. So. Yeah, listen to the homeowner. It's so funny. Listen. Nobody can believe that a full-grown deer is trapped upstairs in your house and can't find its way out. He was just trying to find a way out. This is Dasher and Prancer. Prancer had an unwelcome suitor. Dasher, Dasher was on the ground. Yeah. Prancer was just sitting there watching. Like, an unwanted I can't believe- suitor. An unwanted suitor. We have a brand new dating term to learn today. Oh, please bring excited. it on. It's the season. You know, cuffing season. Yeah. Can you tell the people what cuffing season cuffing, is? Cuffing is when you've been single all summer, ready to mingle, and here it comes in the wintertime, and you're like, I want somebody to cuddle. Yeah. So you date somebody only for the fact that you don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. That's it. You don't have to buy them a Christmas present. No, no Christmas presents, no nothing like that. It's just Netflix and chilling. There's a new term that's popping up online. It's called winter coating. And it doesn't have anything to do with snow or those extra pounds you're going to be putting on or a winter coat. Hmm. Winter coating is when an ex comes back into your life for the holidays. Maybe to hit up some parties together or just hibernate and Netflix and chill together. Just hang out together. And then when spring comes. That's it. They're gone. So it's kind of like a consistent cuffing. But it, you're, you're going back to the same water Yeah. Hole. Until Going back spring. To the same guy. Until spring. And then when spring arrives, they're gone. Back on. Well, yeah. it's getting kind of warm out. I guess you better get your things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that, you know, 
<laughs> hey, listen here, John John. As soon as it gets above 75, you know you got to go. Yeah. When you get the winter coats out, the winter clothing, yeah. then you bring the X back. And then when you're, you know, put the winter stuff away, turn the air conditioner back on, that person's gone. I wonder if you delete his contact, but then when you grab your winter coat out, you reach in the pocket and you're like, oh, yeah, John John. You got to give him a call. So then you call him. He's got his number and his stuff. And John John. I don't know. I'm just who I picked today. So when spring and summertime roll around, what do you call that? Winter shedding? Summer shedding? Yeah, I suppose. Like a dog. You know, you can go to the groomer and have him shed of your stuff. <laughs> you shed your winter clothes. Yeah. You shed your ex. Yeah, you say, put the, the contact back in that pocket. And see you next the- season. Hey, we'll see you around here. Do you need some help with your stuff? Or The time has arrived. I love this time of the week. Funny misheard song lyrics. Yeah. So we both chose a little snippet of a song, just like a couple lines of lyrics. Yeah. And we are going to put each other to the test, see if we know the lyrics. That's right. So we got a rock, paper, scissors That's right. to see who goes first. Ready? That's right. That's right. One, two, three. Oh, oh I go first. Ouch. Okay, I've got Oasis with Wonderwall. Oh, yes. I love this song. Okay, ready? It's my favorite jam. Are you sure you're ready for this? I used to have these lyrics on my wall as a child. Great. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Right here. Oh, oh, now? Yeah, right oh. now. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. Did you just get it right? Yeah, I did. Because I had these lyrics up on my ceiling, and every time I go to bed at night, I'd be like, Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. So mad at you right now. And I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do much now. Just kidding. (laughs) What's yours? Oh, you're going to love this one. Are you ready? Prepare yourself. Right here. Are you ready? (laughs) God. There was more. Blow, blow from the Okino. All the way up to fiddles and foe. That's really close, but (laughs) way off. It's and blow blow from the Okeechobee <laughs> all the way up to Micanope. Whatever the hell that means. These are locations down on the Seminole. Wow, who uh, wrote this? Um, John Anderson, I believe, but I don't really know. But yeah, nineteen um, nineties baby. There was more to it too. I thought you were going to get blow across the home of the Seminole. The I've always thought it said the alligators in the dark, and it never made sense to me. And then I looked up the lyrics as alligator and the gar. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't know, but you have to sing it like John Anderson. He always does Make it this. stop. <laughs> okay, back in the 60s, they went to the moon. Yeah. Buzz Aldrin, mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong, they walked on the moon. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Artemis 1 launched into space to make a little loop of the moon. Whoop de doo. I mean, that's a weird name. Can we Artemis One? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. There's probably a meaning behind it, but it doesn't sound good. Is it named after one of Elon Musk's kids? That's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, Apollo 11 astronaut Buzz Aldrin. Do you think he's watching? I hope so. Think he's watching this and he's like, Psh, 
<laughs> been there. Been there, done, done that. that. Colonel Aldrin, they're launching the Artemis to the moon today. Would you like to watch? A moon launch. Oh, goody. There you go, Buzz. I'll come back later. Six. You're launching a rocket to the moon, huh? Ooh, that's impressive. Hey, NASA, 1969 called. They want their world-changing event back. <laughs> and they're not even landing on the damn rock. Neil and I walked on the moon 53 years ago using less computer power than in this TV remote. <laughs> Hell, I'm the inspiration for the frickin' MTV Moon Man Trophy. Well, enjoy your one small step, NASA. Leave the giant leaps for us heroes. You're a bunch of clowns. I'm back, Colonel. What did you think of the launch? Who cares? Probably fake the whole damn thing. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's D-Ray night, ladies and gentlemen, with the dummy of the day. Thanks, guys. So in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ever been to Baton Rouge? I've driven through it. Yeah? Can't say I have. Baton Rouge. There's a very popular bar called the Bulldog Bar. Oh. And there was a stabbing outside the Bulldog Bar. And oh. Joshua Bean... Yes, Mr. Bean. I wow. love Mr. Bean. Not Rowan Atkinson. This okay. guy's name's actual name is Bean. Joshua Bean, 34-year-old guy, was arrested in connection with the stabbing. But he claims it was an accident. This is what happens. Joshua's outside the bar showing people a knife. Yeah. A buddy of his, the victim, comes along and says, Hey, Joshua, what's up, brother? And comes over and gives Joshua... A big hug. Oh, boy. He's hugging him, and I guess the knife stabs <gasps> the guy. <laughs> oh, wow. How, how many, I, I've been there. Yeah. I've been the guy holding hugger. a knife, but I've been, no, I've been the guy holding the knife, and friends of mine are like, oh, man, I haven't seen you, and then just give you that big, huge bear hug. It's cool, but it's never been when I was, you know, holding a knife. So Yeah, yeah I mean... <sighs> Wow. Stabbed the guy. The guy, <laughs> Mr. Bean, rendered first aid immediately to him. But he was arrested. Oh, man. For the stabbing. What? Even Are though, they still friends? I don't know well, if they're still it was friends. It an accident. Well, you would think, yeah. But yeah. apparently there's still charges pending against the guy. They have to do a full oh. investigation. I wonder if he knew right away that he was stabbed. You know, it gives the big hug. Oh, that and hug was like, a little harder huh. than I remember. <laughs> I bet he knew. I is mean, that a knife? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Do you guys ever get stuck in the hallway with some of the parents here, with the parents that have the younger kids? I am one of them. Same. I am one of them parents. You will be soon. No. Yeah. I am one of them parents. Actually, my kids are older, but... I do get stuck in the hallway with people who are like, look at my little kid. Little Johnny did something. And you're like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. Rare. Is it something so cool? Yeah, I'm the same. I have, I, I, I'm that same person that's ready to show all my pictures to everybody yeah. and just exploit my children. I'm kind of that way as well. I enjoy actually seeing the photos and short videos. You know, like if it's something funny or cute. I'm okay with it. I'm not going to lie. I only like it when it's my child. <laughs> yeah. when, it, when it's other people's kid, I'm like, I have to pretend that I care. And it's just yeah. <laughs> takes up a lot of energy. 
I hear that. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like this one right here. Can I play one for you? Oh. Oh, please. No. Okay. Is it your kid or? You know, grab a hold of something tight. You're going to need it. <laughs> It's not over. It keeps going. What? Well, yeah, you got, they got to take it home. At this point, we're only halfway through. You know what's funny is... Wait, there's more. <laughs> they nailed it. The best part was when they were done. Yeah. You know what's funny is, isn't that exactly like if you turn on a song when you're drunk at a bar? Yeah. Like, everybody knows the chorus, right? I was just going to ask what was in their apple juice. Like, <laughs> it does kind of sound like a bunch of drunk kids. It's pretty mm. bad. Yeah, I know. bet you if we recorded ourselves at about closing time at a bar, that's exactly, we'd be like whatever kind of song it would be. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. You know, that's all we know. I feel bad, but, you know, the parents posted this on social media, and I don't know why. Because they're proud. They are proud yeah. parents. They, they need will. to let it go. It's a very exciting part of our Friday. It's prank call Friday. Yeah, it is. <laughs> It's our favorite time. You okay? Yeah, I was just trying to make you laugh. Did oh, it work? Okay. No, I didn't. Oh, darn um, I'm excited. I think we should just call some random person and let a grandma well, take it away. We've got my friend's number. I'm not going to say her name. Oh, do we? Mm-hmm. We're going to call her? Yeah. This is going to be so Why can't fun. we have her name? What's her name? <laughs> Come on. Why can't we share her name? Come on. It's Fine. A, all right, it's Amber. All right, let's go, Amber. <laughs> are you making that up, or are we for real calling Amber? I'm making it up. All right, let's call Amber. Hi, do you guys have any toilet paper? Who is this? Toilet paper. I need some right now. No, I don't know who you are. Well, I'm just asking you to bring some over. I don't have any toilet paper for you. This isn't Ronnie? No. Oh, Lord, I am so sorry. It's just I haven't spoken to anyone in such a long time. Please stay on the line with me. I, I, I don't want to lose anyone else. Ever since my husband passed away, it's just so hard. Ma'am, I, I have to go. Could you come over and take care of me? No, I, I, I can't do that. Why would you say that to an old lady? I I don't know who you are. I can't come over to you. <laughs> well, can you at least tell me a story or a funny joke? I, I haven't laughed in years. Um, knock knock. Please. <laughs> Okay, one funny story. One time, this lady called me asking for toilet paper. Why would you say that to an old lady? It's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Howard Stern says Pete Davidson should stop having sex with so many hot, famous women because he could get a reputation as what, a hero? Her, bud. Kim Kardashian is selling a home she's only had for about six months because she never uses it. <laughs> By that logic, shouldn't she also sell her pants? Danny DeVito turned 78. His friends had a great setup for his party. They even got a stripper to jump out of a cupcake. <laughs> I want to see that video. I know, right? <laughs> Elon Musk's net worth dropped $100 billion this year. The only thing we know for sure is that it wasn't caused by buying condoms. 
Nancy Pelosi says fellow Democrats are asking her to consider leading the party in the House of Representatives again. She says she's so flattered, she asked her plastic surgeon to put a smile on her face. Lisa Bonet turned 55 and she will receive nothing from me. This woman had sex with Lenny Kravitz and Jason Momoa. She should have to give us a gift. (laughs) Totally. Even Brandon thinks so. And finally, Giselle Bunchen bought a mansion across from Tom Brady. That way, she can just run across the street if she needs any hairspray. <laughs> He'll probably overthrow her. And that is the cat is out of the bag. All right, joining us in Studio 4B is the one, the only, Dr. BJ. Good morning. It's good to see you guys. Hey, Dr. BJ, how are you doing today? I'm great. You smell like winter candy apple from Beth and Body Works. Wow. You what? Wow! How did you pick out exactly what I put on my body? Because <laughs> it's my favorite holiday scent. That is what I use to rub on my skin to help me keep so you know young and rejuvenated. Do you use the the body scrub and the body wash? Yeah, I do. I even have the loofah with like the rock on the backside, so you know you get rid of that dead skin. <laughs> You know, I have my uh, mist, Dr. BJ. <laughs> Rub that okay, lotion on me when I'm done. That's, that's all we need I to don't know. want anybody to think I stink. Brandon Summer, come on. Chime in here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you don't I'm, stink today. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how I get myself some of that stuff, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's easy, Brandon. Just walk through the mall and you walk right into Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever in the heck that store's Bath called. Bath & Body Works. Yeah. That's I get, I get screwed it. up, too, all the time. My, uh, my wife gets it for me. <laughs> Well, let's go. Let's get busy. Let's fire it up! I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Hello, I'm Dr. BJ. Winter weather and driving. (laughs) Man, it's among us. Do you allow your lady to park inside the garage so they have a warm car? Or do you go scrape her windows and or start her car for her? (laughs) Um, Maybe you work early. I understand that. Well, why don't you get her a remote start? They're getting cheaper by the minute. And it's a gift that keeps on giving because you can sure keep her car nice and warm. (laughs) If you don't do... I'm I'm sorry. Are you okay over there? Um, If you don't do something along those lines for your lady, then you should. Men, do it for her. This is the easiest way in the winter to do something nice for your lady. Hey, but whatever you do, remember, don't risk making your sandwich make a Oh, I, I, I am Dr. B- God dang! Oh. Oh. Dr. BJ, and if loving another is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Scrape her windows. Park it in the garage. Keep it warm. Is it pumpkin spice time? This is our final pumpkin spice Friday adventure. It's yeah. been a roller coaster, for sure. Well... Definitely. It's taught me some things where there's certain things in life I found I don't need. <laughs> pumpkin spice is one of them. What's the worst pumpkin spice item that we've tasted? The ramen. Uh, the ramen? The I'm ramen. voting for the ramen. No, the, the macaroni and cheese. Mm, yeah. Neither one of those were that. They weren't great by any means, but it was like, meh. Remember those chocolates we tried? Yes. That were brought in? Those were pretty rank, even though I ate four or five of them. Because in my mind, I'm like, it's chocolate, you know? Yeah. But it was like felt like i was eating toes or something it just tasted weird but yeah, yeah they tasted like toes yeah, well, yeah. pretty lint pretty gross i yeah. still don't not sure why you guys know what toes taste like well well <laughs> there's a place i guess you could use pumpkin spice other than that yeah some things do not 
need pumpkin spice flavoring. No. Uh, no. So what do we have today, Summer? Cheerios. Mm. So Summer has generously poured us little bowls of cereal. Now, Summer and I, we're not milk people. Nope. I am. <laughs> Brandon's mm. already started over there. I like it. I think I might... I think I might like these. Yeah. I can feel my cholesterol fixing itself right now. So first of all, what do they look like? Cheerios? Yeah, They're regular Cheerios. little Cheerios. They smell nice. Yeah, they do. It smells like a rotten candle around <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, should we give it a little taste? Yeah. I just did, and it ain't bad. Mm. Not bad, not bad. That's actually me. really good. Mm-hmm. Well, hold up on the really, but it's decent. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's not bad. You don't mind that? So I don't mind it, but uh, I still think last week's uh, muffin takes the cake. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. My favorite was the sauce from Hudats. Oh, see, I missed that. Yeah, you weren't there that week. And that sucks. But yes, I would assume that would have that would have been the best. That was my all time favorite. Never tasted anything bad from him. He gave me a jar of it, and it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, I'll eat this bowl of cereal. I ain't scared. Yeah, ain't scared at all. Pretty like good, it? yeah. It's not I'm, bad. Scale, I'll buy it again. Scale of one to ten, I'm gonna give it a solid eight. Nice. I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven. I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight point seven. Nice. Mm. Oh yeah, that's our very last pumpkin spice for the year. Thank God. It's time for our Tuesday teacher spotlight. Yeah, we had the honor of going out to General Beetle last week and listening to their song that they put together as a class and with their teacher for Veterans Day. Yeah, so today we would like to honor Mrs. Bragg, who helped put that song together. Here's a couple things that she had to mention when we were there the other day. The fourth and fifth grade at General Beetle are the ones that are singing this song. We decided that for Veterans Day, we were going to do an assembly and we were going to write a song for the veterans. And so I had them come up with the words for the song. I asked them if there was a veteran that was um, standing in front of the class, if uh, what they would like to say to the veteran for fighting for their freedoms. And these are the words that they came up with, and I just put it to some music. So You just put it to some music. Yes. <laughs> Brandon and I both know that's not easy. <laughs> well, it's fun to do with the kids, and they did a good job. It sounded amazing. You guys did a great job, so good job to each. Thank you. Yeah, I loved it. Almost teared up. It was super oh. cute. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming. We appreciate you taking the time to come. How many kids were in here? At least 150. I know that is not easy, and we appreciate everything you do. One one (laughs) question. When's recess? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the teachers want it right now. If you'd like to hear the full version of the song, you can go to our podcast anywhere where you can listen to one. 
and just search for Bounced from the Roadhouse. And if you have a Tuesday Teacher Spotlight, please send it our way. Email brandon at theroadhouseam.com. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.